Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. Good. It's been a while. It's been a little bit. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, glad to see uh, you're joining me from your closet. <laughs> There's good <laughs> acoustics tell... in here. It's really good in here. Uh, I just, I would like to tell everyone that each episode, Larissa is in a different location in her house, including her car. I just haven't been happy with my sound quality yet. I thought the car would be good. And then I thought that, where was I last time? Just my bedroom. But it's, I still didn't like the way it sounded. So now we are in my closet. Got a lot of flannel in there. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, yeah. I got to say, though, I saw like a seafood or a fish print dress in there that I have my eye on. No way. It's gray. I think it's gray. Yes, yeah, to your left. This one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a fish? No, it's birds. <sighs> yeah, you okay. like that? Mm-hmm. I, I do. I like it. And then I got apples. Yes! You know, it's a good... That apple dress is a good segue because National Nutrition Month is now over. Oh. But I make it my mission to wear every piece of clothing I have that has food on it, mm. like a food print, during the month of March. So how many pieces do you have? Um, I think on, only four, but can I just say I treated myself? I, National Nutrition Month, treated myself to something else that has a food print on it. What's that? You like Tom's shoes, right? Yes. I like the way they look on other people. Okay. <laughs> but not on myself. I used, to, I used to feel the same way, but, but now I like them because they have food print shoes. Oh. So I saw them on sale. It was March. It was National Nutrition Month, and I felt like I had to buy them. So I have grapefruit print Tom shoes. Oh, that's cute. And I also like getting the Tom sticker with every pair of shoes because I give them to my husband, and he puts a little apostrophe, and then he puts those stickers on oh, things that he owns. because his name is Tom. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, this is my Nalgene bottle. Stop it. <laughs> You know, oh it's on God. there. There's one on his computer. There's one on his Nalgene. There's one on his day planner. I've bought already too many pairs of Toms. Um, but anyway, so I bought National Nutrition Month shoes with grapefruits on it to treat my sales. So those are safe to wear with statins or no? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're safe. Okay. They're safe. They won't affect the absorption right. of your medications. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. But anyway, did you National Nutrition Month treat yourself? I did in a very nerdy way. I bought something that can get me some CEUs. So I guess in a way, I don't know. Does that count? Sure. Yeah. Of course. I bought, let's see. I got Nutrition Care of the Older Adult, a handbook for nutrition throughout the continuum of care. Nice. And yeah. It's pretty interesting so far. You can get a test with it, and it's for 35 continuing education Stop. units. Stop! Yeah. Yeah, so done. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not one of those people that, like, I like watching webinars and stuff, but I don't like tracking all these CEUs and certificates and all that. Like, I can't. Watching 35 webinars and just no. slowly, slowly aggregating all these little CEUs. I want just like one massive self-study and then I don't have to think about it for a while. No, I'm with you because if I tracked 30 webinars in five years, do you know how many times I'd forget my password on the CDR website and have to reset it? 35. I just, I, I want to reset my password <laughs> once, maybe twice, log it in and be donezo and just, just wipe my hands clean of all those CEUs. Am I allowed to read stuff from this? Because there's a couple things I highlighted that are pretty interesting. Sure. Yeah. Tell me Tell me what you learned. Okay. So there's changes in intestinal absorption of nutrients with aging. We, we all know that. Um, mm -hmm. So there's increased absorption of cholesterol, vitamin A, and vitamin C. I did not know that. So working, plugging away at that. That's, that's how I treated myself as I bought an expensive thing. Props to the people that do like collecting the CEUs slowly because those are going to be the free ones from the, you know, the webinars that give away the free CEUs. So that's thrifty. I respect it. Yeah. No, I like that. And 
actually, if anyone has anything fun or informational or a good tip or, I don't know, a good strategy, share it with us because I want your tips. Maybe I'll share them. Strategies for collecting CEUs or where to get them? Or just like like fun dietitian products. Oh. Not, not like, I don't know, anything that makes me feel like a scam. I don't want those because there's a lot of those things out there. We get emails about them all the time. Mm. But no, like legit helpful tools to be a dietitian. I want to know about it. And you should email us. Our email is dietitianewer at gmail.com. I feel like I am just looking over my shoulder constantly while I'm in this closet. It's I'll, t- I'll tell you if something pops out behind you. Okay, will you? Yeah. You promise? I promise. This just... <laughs> you know, when we moved into this house, <laughs> the lady that lived here before left behind a, a lot of stuff. And one thing she left behind that I still keep in this closet... Hold on, let me grab it. Oh, no. <laughs> I found this. I found this at... Oh, don't worry. It's not, like, horrible. Do you see this? <gasps> yes. Oh, I love that you kept that. <laughs> it's a bottle of holy water. Yes. And I keep it because vampires. Like, you never know. You never, you know, never know when you're doing a podcast and bam, you need Christ's power. But look at the top. Do you see it? It's like a squeeze bottle. The top opens up. Oh, that's Norm. And it's, oh, so. That's how all my holy water bottles look. Holy water bottles. So you just, like, pour it over your head, like, ah. Yeah. I used to sprinkle my dog with it. Oh, okay. Okay, like so the, I should be, like. Like the Pope. I should be blessing every, yeah. everything bless, all the time. Bless your bees. Bless your beehives, which I'd like you to talk about in a future episode at some point. Yeah, okay. Bless your garden. Yeah. But also vampires. <laughs> don't forget the vampires. But don't worry. I know you have a lot of garlic downstairs, too. Yeah, always. Always. Always garlic. Yeah. Um, can I, speaking of gardening, segue into an email we received? Yes, please. Um, it came from a dietitian. I won't read it word for word, but I'll give you give you the gist. Um, love getting emails from folks, by the way. It makes our day. Yes. Keep them coming, guys. Yes. This, this email came from Kaylee, M-S-R-D-L-D. Making sure you get all those credentials in there. Um... Where she sent us a picture of her next to a pineapple that they had put, they put the butt (laughs) of a pineapple where one, I did not believe that you can grow a pineapple from its butt if you, if you wanted to, but she was, there was a huge, she sent this picture of a huge pineapple plant that had been growing, I think for two years and she said there's no fruit yet, but it looks great. And she looks great. She's she's standing next to it and she's just like gloriously pregnant. She's just <laughs> too she's too gorgeous for this world. Yes. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but it's an adorable picture and I learned something because also I've gotta say, when she sent me that, I also still didn't believe her. Because I was like, I kind of I kind of was like, Larissa knows this, Kaylee, dietitian. Everyone is in on this, and they're pranking me. Well, because yeah. you've been, no, you pranked me after I did something three years ago, so I don't put anything past you anymore. But, no, I don't prank unless pranked. So just, just, yeah. Just watch myself. Just watch, just, just know that, that I'm ready when, when you're ready. So anyway, I thought Larissa might have been playing a prank with me with this other dietitian, Kaylee, and she set up this email and showed Kaylee growing this pineapple. But so what I did, of course, to make sure she wasn't lying, Kaylee, not that I thought you were lying. I thought Larissa was just manipulating you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So just to make sure she wasn't lying, I had to do a quick Google and I did and wouldn't you know it, BuzzFeed has a list already where, bummer, I wish I wrote this list, or Larissa wrote this list, you would be better at writing this list, because I didn't even know it until a couple uh. weeks ago, about all these foods that you can grow from butts. So it's like, like it, this one says grow onions in one week. You put green onions in dirt and voila, they're back. And garlic sprouts, you throw garlic in and then you have you have new garlic cloves. And then you can have the garlic sprouts at the top. Have you used um, garlic scapes in cooking? Yes. They yeah. are a miracle. So nice. 
very nice. Oh. Where do you use them? Oh, pesto. Pesto or stir fries. Pesto. <gasps> oh, yum. Yeah, I've sauteed them. That's. I think that might be all I've done with them. But, but yeah, they're fun. The taste, like, if you took a bite of plain garlic, you'd be gagging and being like, why did I do this to myself? I know garlic's healthy and I want vampires away, but why did I just take a bite out of it? Garlic <laughs> scapes, they are just, like, the perfect balance of the garlic flavor. Yeah, just a touch of garlic and there's <sighs> that nice crunch to it. <sighs> I want some right now. Here's another one. A bunch of romaine leaves. If you put romaine lettuce butts in the ground, hello, more lettuce. <laughs> Leeks. And I love how they grow. It's like it's like this beautiful cylinder that, that grows from the middle and then up. God, there's got to be some Fibonacci sequences in there or something, but it's just beautiful. Fibonacci. Fib. Um, onions. Um, basil. Well, Basil, what the hell? Basil doesn't have butts, do they? I guess if I you mean, just put roots. Yeah, if you just put the roots in. Oh yeah. Sometimes you can buy the whole plant at the grocery store and then I guess replant that when you're done with the leaves. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But lemongrass, um, bok choy, all the. But anyway, Buzzfeed shout out. Also, not doing an ad for them. They have carrots on here, but it's great because there's pictures of it too, where. You know, I need to see it to believe it. And, and of course, number 14 is a pineapple. So once I saw the pineapple growing the roots into this clear jar from just the the pineapple headpiece, head, head um, <laughs> I can't believe it. So thank you, Kaylee, for sending that, making me a believer, because I wasn't. And now I don't think you're in cahoots with Larissa. I think it's the real deal. But what's but the other crazy thing is pineapple seems to be the only fruit on this list. I don't know if there's any other fruits that would do that. Yeah, I can't think of any. I wish. I wish you could cut off the top of a strawberry and grow another strawberry. I would be That'd so be, happy. Yes. Or like a little baby um, blueberry hat. Me, 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 me. <laughs> That's me cutting it off. Me, 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 me. <laughs> and then putting it into the ground. Uh. Some bastard chipmunk would eat that, though, if I did that at my house. Oh, totally. Yeah. Jerks. Did you mention that her pineapple plant's name is Willie? No! I just love that so much. Pineapple Willie. Aw. And she's wearing a pineapple shirt. It's just... I wish we could post this picture. She's so freaking cute. <laughs> well, Kaylee, thanks for writing, and good luck with your pineapple, and you're also your, your little pineapple Aww. that is probably born by now. Yeah. Aw. So cute. Okay, can we talk about another topic that you kept texting me over and over and over again during National Nutrition Month, and I had no idea what it was, and I kept asking you to explain to me what it was, and you just wouldn't? You just kept what? texting me pictures of it. Oh. <laughs> and after every yeah. time you texted me, I'd be like, what is that? And then I'd be followed by silence. So can I want you to post a picture of it, too, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It all started a few weeks ago. We, at my work, we all share an office, and we like to gab while we're charting, and that's, <laughs> like, my favorite thing ever. So we were talking one day, we were talking about cakes or something, and one of my coworkers mentioned, have you guys seen a litter box cake, or a kitty litter cake, or something like that? And we were like, no, and she showed us the picture, and we all just lost our minds, but especially especially our CNM, she lost it the most because she has a couple cats. Then I was like, okay, file this away, Larissa, like, file this away and remember this whenever it's her birthday. Birthday comes up immediately and I had to make it happen. I had to make the dream come true for her. And so I got all the stuff, made her a kitty litter cake. You, The, the best thing about it is the way that you present it. It just looks, yeah. it looks real and it looks, yeah. it looks so gross but it's delicious. So you present it by putting it in an actual kitty litter pan. Clean. Oh, that was real? Yeah. Yeah, Ugh. I got it. with. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought that. And then you buy the kitty litter scooper and you use that to <gasps> serve it. It just, it looks so... All in the details. Yeah, it looks so <laughs> realistic. So I brought it to work. I was actually off that day, but I brought it to work and I was trying to figure out logistically the best way to get this cake from the parking lot to the office in the basement while encountering as few people as possible okay because i felt like i was going to get stopped because it legit looked like i had a box full of cat <laughs> and it uh, did because every time you texted me that i was like did you freaking get a cat 
You did not just Ew. get a cat. Yeah. That would be, if I ever get a cat, I need an intervention. Okay. From you. <laughs> I'll show up with holy water. <laughs> that would, yeah. But tell me, like, how, okay, so you crept in with the kitty litter box. No one stopped you? No one stopped me. In fact, I think I met, like, three different people on my way there. One I shared the elevator ride with. Normally I take the stairs, don't judge, but I just didn't want to do it that time. I shared an elevator ride with a woman and we just talked about the weather for a few floors mm -hmm. and she just was kind of looking at what I was holding but did not comment on it. I imagine she was thinking just, oh my God, get me the F out of here. This woman is insane. Get me away from her. She's got a box full of shit. Was it covered? It was, it was covered in plastic okay. and saran wrap. Oh, but you could still see like, you could still you could see, see everything. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I get to the office, I put it on my boss's desk, and she came in and was like, No way. <laughs> you guys, did you? You did. Yes. And she, I don't know. She was so happy. It but, was really great. T okay. Tell everyone, because I still don't know this, but what? I mean, clearly you made just a rectangular cake. That's what I imagine, right? Like a rectangular box cake? Yeah. It was fun, Betty, because she also at some point mentioned that. <laughs> That she liked that a lot. So yeah, Understood. if you ever mention stuff that you like around me, I will file it away immediately and present it when you least suspect it or fully suspect it. So yeah, uh, so fun, fun Betty cake in a in a regular cake pan. I think I got two. Yeah, I got two boxes of it. You know, baked it as standard. Then you do not bake it in the plastic kitty litter no. bin. Just so you know, I that that was a question somebody had. But um, yeah, so you bake it, cut it up, reposition it within that kitty litter pan, ice it with whatever frosting you like. I just put a very thin amount on there because on top of that, I crushed up in the food processor golden Oreos and then oh. birthday cake Oreos and then like the mix of the <gasps> chocolate and the vanilla look like a grayish yeah. color. Yeah. I thought it was oatmeal. It does kind of look like yeah. oatmeal. That's an idea for another cake. Oatmeal cake. <laughs> Serve it in a giant bowl. Someone that just freaking <laughs> loves oatmeal. And then they dig in. They're like, oh, cake. <laughs> At least my cholesterol's lower. <laughs> and then the one of the most important parts of it is there's sprinkles that come with the Funfetti frosting. And you pick out the green and the blue sprinkles and you put them on the very top of the oreo crumbs and that those look like i know you don't have a cat but within the kitty litter there's like these yeah. absorption crystals no, that yeah. are green and blue or whatever so that really makes it more realistic and then the best part favorite part <laughs> the tootsie rolls can i i don't know if you guys have seen a website called cakerex.com no, it's cake w-r-e-c-k-s.com and it just is the funniest display of just gross terribly frosted cakes that just look like hell and it's <laughs> hilarious so whenever my favorite thing about that website is when they do chocolate piping or whatever and it looks like just poop. it just looks like the cake is covered in lovely um so anyway so i finally got to do an intentional <laughs> poop decoration <laughs> I, I didn't know how to finish that thing. Yeah, you use Tootsie Rolls. You you warm them up in the microwave for just 10 seconds at a time. And then you twist and sculpt them God. to your preference. And I was like, uh, uh, like trying to sculpt these. And Max was like, oh, no, give it to me. And I just didn't realize that I married a poop sculptor artisan. Like he just... He, I don't even know how he knew the detail of what cat poop looks like, but he, wow, he did a great job and it was too realistic if you ask me. But anyway, so you position those on the top, maybe bury one or two of them and then voila, that's your, your masterpiece. <laughs> Good deal. No, th well, thank you. Be and thank you for finally telling me what it was. Cause there were all these videos of you playing with what looked like Play-Doh <laughs> and putting them in oatmeal and I was like what the what yeah. is she gonna do with that and then all of a sudden there was a picture of someone standing with the cake looking really happy and I was like <laughs> oh it must be a cake but I didn't get all the details <laughs> uh, uh, well that's awesome yeah hey Larissa yeah rhyme time oh no okay oh yes I mean <laughs> what's the annual pay for each unit of energy Wait, should we explain this at all? No. What's the annual pay 
for a unit of energy. So that would be calorie salary. Yeah. No, 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 no. Do you want me to insert a dinging sound effect or you just want to go, nah, 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 nah. Like, is no, that... no, you could do dinging. <laughs> how about, how about pleading for a gastric feeding access? Pleading for a gastric feeding access. Gastric. Oh, beg peg. Yeah. Um, how about, how about a stone fruit that lacks common sense? A stone fruit that lacks what? Common sense. Oh. Dumb plump. Correct. Yes. All right. I'm going to save some of these for another episode. Good job. You won three out of three. Yes. I just want to take a little break there. A little breather before we go on to the next things. Okay. So I am dying to hear about your rd day because mm. i i wanted to text you about it but i also i knew that you'd probably make me wait till we did this podcast so. yeah that's true i would have been like i'm not telling you please tell me about what what you did for your for your colleagues slash underlings <laughs> my staffers <laughs> your staffers yeah <laughs> well i wanted to keep it very secret because there are some competitive ones on my staff. They get really into it. And they know um, some kind of game or competition happens on our D-Day. So I even so we celebrated our D-Day on March 15th instead of March 14th because we couldn't have all the dietitians there on the 14th. So we held off and I, we did it one day later. And a former dietitian uh, that used to work with us texted me on our D-Day and was like, what are you guys playing? What's the game this year? And I was like, I'm not telling you because if you tell any of the other ones, they're going to have a advantage. And I didn't, I didn't want to do it. So <laughs> damn, it took a lot of research. I did a, I just, I picture myself, <laughs> like, I picture myself on security cameras, like some, <laughs> like there were days where I would take like the longest route to wherever I was going because I was just dilly dallying looking for details in the hospital and writing them down because I planned an RD day scavenger hunt. Oh. And in the and yeah, in the days leading up, I had to really pay attention to the things where I could hide clues mm -hmm. without disrupting patient care and being ridiculous right of course yeah. so i have the rules i made them have rules um because i didn't want any manipulation so they had to be in teams of two and then i wrote do not run do not draw attention to yourself remember inside voices and keep calm <laughs> then i wrote it's a time scavenger hunt um i was i'll get into this but i gave each team an envelope at the start and then Two minutes after they received their first envelope, I started a clock for 30 minutes. And they had to get as much of the scavenger hunt done in 30 minutes. And if they arrived late back to where we were having our luncheon, they would get a deduction of points for every minute that they were late past 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. This is yes. pretty serious. Well, I didn't want someone going out there and never coming back and getting all this stuff. So I gave them an envelope and that had the first clue and the clue forms were two parts. It had locations of the next two clues. So it was kind of like choose your own adventure. Like you could go to this clue or you could go to this clue oh. to find another envelope. Or the second part was things to collect. So it was like a scavenger hunt. They each got a bag and they filled in all these items uh, that they co could collect along the way. I'll give you the first one. So envelope one, which every team received, they could either go get more envelopes in our blood filtering unit mm. or behind a sixth floor lobby chair. Okay. So I, I got into work and I had to hide all these envelopes. <laughs> wow. And hope that nobody <laughs> finds them who's not in the scavenger Correct. Hunt. Yeah, that sounds Correct. like your own little challenge there. Yes. So so then they were off and they could either go and get more envelopes, but in that first clue, they also could have gotten a selfie with a hand-washing poster. That was two points. Mm. A growth chart, two points. A banana, three points. Three bobby pins. Patient education for pancreatitis. 
a picture with a flamingo or a picture with an ambulance. Where are the flamingos? Let's just say in my wandering of the hospital, I found a lot of odd art on the wall that oh. I've never noticed before. And there there were there was a painting of flamingo on one of the lobbies of our hospital. Oh. And I was like, done and so that was five points, but I don't think anyone found that one. I don't think anyone got that one. Oh man. So some of the teams ran up to the dialysis unit and got their next clue. Some people went to the sixth floor. And actually, this was a problem because on the sixth floor, one of the envelopes had fallen on the floor and one team got it. But it fell on the floor because someone was sitting in that chair. Oh. So so then they were like texting me. And I, oh, oh, that's the other thing. I made sure they did a group text. So if they asked a question, everyone could see the question and everyone could see the answer. Mm -hmm. Um, so one of them, one of the teams was like, we can't get the envelope. Someone's sitting there and we don't. And so, so anyway, so then I texted everyone that scavenger hunt thing. So that's how it went. So they were out. I mean, I had them collecting things like I'm looking at the next clue, highlighters, Ensure compact, a creative photo in the elevator, a CDR card, a picture with a cheetah. Oh my Also gosh. a piece of art I saw, <laughs> um, a pair of blue gloves, uh, three hair nets, a selfie with a pantry on a unit. Uh, one of our RD monthly schedule calendars from 2017, oh. not 18. A pink calculator, which only one person could have got those points because I have the pink calculator. Uh-huh. So they'd have to go into my lab coat, but someone did. Wow. Um, brown paper bags, a video of someone saying happy RD day in unison. Um, an attending signature that's readable. A blank <laughs> progress. <laughs> A blank progress note. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, an AMA sign out form? Oh. No one got that, but I found them on the unit and I was like, oh my God, I want oh, that. Cool. I didn't even realize those existed. I thought patients were just like, peace and it just left. And I ain't signing that shit. Well, like, just... well, that's an elopement. Oh. That's categorized as an elopement, but an AMA is like the official way like i understand i just don't want to be here goodbye yes i'll sign that um uh, let me so many oh a creative way a creative video of a team member walking up a flight of stairs (laughs) um a face mask uh let me see uh a discarded patient tray ticket four different color post-its a tube of fake fat because we have that that fat. Oh, like, like the in, cholesterol. In the, I yeah. Mean the, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, a, a team member washing their hands for 20 seconds. A video of that. So anyway, so what's funny is one team came back like in 10 minutes with their bag and they like slammed it on the table and they were like, we're done. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you are not done. I was like, there's no way. I'm like, it took me 25 minutes to hide the clues. I said, how many envelopes did you get? And they're like, uh, just they, like I think they just got the first one and they got everything all the items on the first one I was like well go get the other envelope and they like ran back <laughs> out wait so how long did this did this whole thing take for it team? was it was 30 minutes and so on the on the group text I was saying like five minutes 10 minutes like yeah I was giving them countdowns good good like make um, it make it suspenseful like give put the pressure on that way yeah but then the other funny thing is I got a text from one of our housekeeping directors and she's like, I can't believe you sent your staff on a scavenger hunt. And I was believe like, they're it. supposed to be, yeah, I was like, they're supposed to be quiet. How do you know about this? And then I was like, oh, the team that, that was running or the team that was making, atten- like drawing attention to themselves, they're going to be disqualified. But she was like, no, no, I was riding the elevator with them and I saw their clue list. And I was like, <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. So, so anyway, so it was awesome. I think they had a lot of fun. There was a lot of uh, increased pulse. <laughs> but the other thing they could have done that I allowed them to do is split up if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to split up with your team member, that's fine mm-hmm. to get more items. Mm-hmm. With some, some groups did. And the only other rule that I wouldn't let them do is you couldn't Google something and take a picture with it. Like, you oh, couldn't Google yeah. a cheetah. On uh-huh. your, you know, computer and then take a picture with the cheetah. Oh, that seems obvious. Yeah. Okay. Come on. All right. Because I didn't want, I didn't want any sneaky stuff with that. Yeah. So tell me who won. Like, tell me who won and how many points they had. It was a really close race. It was a group of, I think it was the team of our youngest and most 
recently hired dietitian and our most veteran dietitian. They were a team and they split up. I think that was a good mm-hmm. tip because I know they split up because one showed up earlier than the other one. And they were like, where's, you know, where's so-and-so? And I was like, she's not here yet. So I started counting down and she walked in like with two seconds left. Oh, wow. But they got some of the big point values. They like got a picture with an ambulance. They had the CDR card. Oh, I forgot. One was 12 plies of toilet paper. They like showed up with a whole <laughs> oh like God. mess of toilet paper. I was like, you're not getting more points for that. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> but, um. No, they made it in time, and they also found the most envelopes, because you could have made the decision to not get more envelopes. Each envelope was 10 points, um, so they got the most envelopes, and not necessarily the most stuff, but I think they got 117 points, Damn. and the other, the other teams were very close. It was like 108, 109. They were all around that area, but, um, but yeah, and they were very excited. They won, but... <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome and then we all celebrated with some uh make your own sundays oh uh, that's like right out of my rd day dream yes my dream rd day yeah but it was a lot of fun so i recommend that if hey if you want our rd day scavenger hunt that we used i will send it to you if you'd like how we did it that sounds <laughs> like so much fun it was all right so are we going to talk about our favorite patients on this episode um yeah you have the time to do that why not? I can cut stuff out. We've just been blibber blabbering. Let's just <laughs> I know. We haven't talked in some a while. of that other stuff out. This is like us just talking on the phone. Yep. Talking. Talking. Alright, so before you share your most memorable patient, mm-hmm. let me read this cool email we got from Bethany. Say your letters. MS- I'm going <laughs> let me let me okay. Bethany, M-S-R-D-C-S-P-C-N-S-C. Get it, Bethany. Get it. Um, get that. Get those credentials. She sure did. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, Amanda and Larissa. Hey. I was inspired by you to share some interesting pica cases. Do you say do you say pica or pica? I say pica. Okay. I say, I say pica. Love some pica cases. It's like dysphagia, dysphagia. Whatever. <laughs> She says, I think we RDs would certainly love a whole episode on Pika. I would I would like that yes. as well. Oh, that's, yeah. Write that down. We're going to research some more interesting. <laughs> Maybe we'll invite Bethany to host that one. Pika party. <laughs> Bring your own clay. Bring your own. <laughs> Bring your own weird thing to eat. <laughs> Who hears anemic? I just, <laughs> I just pictured you showing up with like a couch cushion under your arm. <laughs> cool guys i got my couch cushion please do not email us with angry emails about i know pika is a serious thing so let's let's get serious here so number one she said one pregnant woman whose family mailed her clay from the ground in georgia to eat during pregnancy was in her it was in her freezer she said so yeah, pregnant woman, you get those weird cravings, and I, you're just like, hey, clay, clay sounds just, I. that's all I want right now is some red clay from Georgia. From Georgia. Little Georgia. Yeah. Maybe it tastes yeah. like peaches. Maybe there's lots of copper in there, Maybe. and she's like, oh my god, you said peaches, I just realized. <laughs> I would eat that dirt. I love peaches. But I'm, I'm impressed, like. It must have been a request from Georgia. She's like, I got to call my folks from Georgia and get that clay. Yeah. Which also makes me think she ate it before being pregnant. You think so? She must have known the quality. Yeah. you're. That's right. The quality, the mouthfeel. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Then she, there's another one she mentioned. Okay. Cornstarch with a spoon from the box. Uh all I can think of is like how powdery that is, and you accidentally inhale it as you're trying to yes. chew it, like the cinnamon challenge. Exactly. Like, oh god, yeah. I just imagine the coughing, like the coughing of like clouds of corn dust. <laughs> yes, and just how much water? I need so much water. Oh god, yeah. And there's also laundry starch, which I don't Oof. think I don't know if that's a thing anymore. They used to sprinkle it on when they were ironing their clothes. Yes, to, like, starch it. But I Oof. I don't know, man. Okay. And then the last one she mentioned was toilet paper. Get this. Half a roll a day. Half a roll. But only Charmin, she said. (laughs) Only Charmin because it's quilted. 
I mean, you, you yeah. have to have some standards. Yeah. Yeah. Bethany says yeah. you got to have some standards. <laughs> Charmin. Oh, my. I feel like that's the brand I wouldn't eat. Because it's too spongy? Too much. Yeah. And I think there's a smell. Oh, it's... Like, the, it's a nice smell, but I don't think I'd want to... I think I'd go for something, you know, like, generic. Mm-hmm. I want that scratchy toilet paper from, like, the hospital that your RDs collected for the scavenger hunt. <laughs> yes, yes. Bethany goes on to say, keep those episodes rolling. Rolling. Like toilet paper. Um, and then, so, then she signs it, Bethany. P.S. I think it's awesome that you say everybody's letters. Oh, yeah. she's got, good lord. One, two, three, two four. four, seven, eleven. That's, that's a lot of letters. I am not, I am going to just tell, I'm going to show my ignorance here. What does CSP stand for? Um, Certified Specialist in Pediatrics. Oh, okay. Wow, so yes. she's just all over the board here. That's awesome. Yes. Thanks, Bethany. That was a Thanks, wonderful Bethany. email. Thank you. And yeah, we hope to talk more about Pika. Always. In the always. Always interesting. Yeah. I feel like anytime like you're at a conference or a class and they're like, oh, we'll talk about Pika. I'm like, signing up. Yes. I'm going to that. I show up with my bag of flour and I'm just eating it <laughs> while they're talking. Double thanks to Bethany, because emails like that inspire topics for us to talk about on the podcast. So today, Larissa already kind of mentioned it, but I'll be talking about a memorable patient of mine from the past. HIPAA approved. I feel like if HIPAA had a mascot, what do you think it would be? It would be like... A hippo. It would be a hippo. Hippo with tape over its mouth. Oh, <laughs> I love that so much. Maybe it'd be a female hippo because of hip uh, like the A makes it a little, yes, more feminine. A little more feminine. Like put a little bow on it, like the one from Fantasia. Isn't there a Fantasia hippo that does ballerina stuff? Yes. Yep. That's that's hippo the hippo. Yeah. With a nice silence crisscross black tape or something over their mouth, like I'm not saying nothing. Would she have? tape over her eyes too because she shouldn't be able to no no let's just leave it at mouth that this is getting way too weird so most memorable patient of all time is that what we're doing we could i mean i have a lot of memorable patients but this one so what do you mean by memorable do you mean like complicated just insane h and p it's it's the most memorable patient because it's a combination of everything. It's a crazy okay. story. It's crazy nutritional interventions. Um, and then it has a crazy ending. And and it's also probably one of the longest patients I ever took care of because they were admitted for over a year in our hospital. Holy Yes. Crap. Yes. Okay. So let me get into it. It was, it was a young guy and he – I heard about his story – and it wasn't actually his his initial story wasn't that crazy, but it his story is the one that makes me tell people you don't want to get shot in the stomach, like oh. like people get like on TV or in the movies. When I see that happen, I lean over to whoever will listen to me and I say, <laughs> they're in for the longest recovery of their life. Like yeah, their life is saved, but this is going to be painful. It's going to be miserable and good for you it didn't hit your lung or your heart or your spine but gunshot wounds to the abdomen rip the intestines to shreds um and this patient i think was shot i want to say seven or eight times in the abdomen um he made it through sicu nothing major was hit like his liver was okay um, all the vital organs were okay. So he felt very lucky. Um, fair enough. F- felt lucky. Mm-hmm. But the wounds that the gunshots caused made four ECFs. So he had four <gasps> fistulas. Oh. So it was kind of like you made it, you made it off the vent, like you're doing pretty good. Like we're getting your, you know, you're not anemic anymore. You're doing Okay. But he had these fistulas. He slowly became miserable, and I don't blame him, um, because he was stuck in the hospital because uh, the the doctors didn't want to do 
these short bowel resections right away because they they wanted the tissue to heal oh. a little bit more mm-hmm. or to see if some mm-hmm. of the fissiles I think would resolve on their own. Um, mm-hmm. But, oh my God. So this poor guy, he had an NG tube out of his nose that was draining his stomach residuals mm-hmm. because he had a J port when he got to me. He had a, he had a um, J tube in that was past uh, the worst of the fistulas, but he was still getting residuals up into his stomach. Oh. Yeah. And so I was managing his tube feeding from the J tube, but he was also on TPN because he had, he also had a colostomy. <gasps> yes. And so the colostomy would um, like look just like the tube feeding I was giving him. Oh. So they, they didn't think he was absorbing too much, so he was on TPN too. That makes sense. That's understandable. Yeah. So this poor guy, like, he, he would tolerate two feet. He would, sh- God, he would show me his fistulas. Um, but he was totally with it, and he was. He would show you his fistulas. He w- he used to show me one area of his abdomen where the tube feeding was leaking, and it wasn't supposed to. Ugh. Yeah, but it it had this small little pouch over it, uh, and then he had the colostomy bag. But um, I used, to, I mean, I he, he was really rough by the end because he just was miserable. He and they would put him on comfort clears, like he was able to sip clears, but they would just come back out of his NG tube mm-hmm. just so he can do something. Um, mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where they were allowing him to even do like Jellos or a little bit of applesauce just so he could have something have that pleasure yeah 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 um but I would so I would go in because once you're in the hospital for a year I used to feel like people not this is I mean I don't think this is this probably wasn't the case but I just wanted to make sure people were still talking to him mm-hmm. Aww, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah because once your condition becomes like you would read the medical residents notes and it was just like the same thing over and over and over and over again like awaiting surgery awaiting surgery looking for nutrition status to improve waiting blah blah, mm-hmm. blah 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 like it was the same stuff over and over and over again and I'm sure we all have patients like that in our hospitals um so I would go in there like every week and I would tell him like his albumin levels and I'd be like you know this is what we're doing with your TPN today and we're gonna go up with protein here and then we started like doing CRPs and pre-albumins and I used to tell him about that so I don't know he kind of became my buddy yeah um and it got yeah and so it got to the point too where I was like I'm the only one doing anything for him do you know what I mean like he was truly a nutrition patient on the floor where surgery was being, de- I mean, surgery was following him and they'd look at his fistulas and like all this stuff, but like they weren't doing any kind of intervention. Yeah. I mean, he was getting pain meds, he was getting, you know, different medications, but I, I felt like I'm, I'm changing stuff here and there and I'm doing this for him. So I don't know. I felt like he was my little buddy and yeah. Like you were his primary practitioner at that point. Kind Yeah. And I mean, I needed the residents to write all the orders and everything. Right. And I wasn't doing that stuff, but um, anyway, so he finally reached to nutritional status where he could get the surgery. It was about a year after oh his admission. Goodness. He got everything reconnected. He had total continuity. Um, he was on tube feeding through an NG for a while and then it tapered, tapered, tapered off. And then he was eating and it was like Christmas every day for him. It was, you know, <gasps> hospital food, but, but he was so still... excited, but I was so yeah. nervous. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, don't perf, don't perf, Take don't perf. Easy. Like, please, dear God, please. Like, every day I'd even check, like, for active bowel sounds once he had that surgery. Mm-hmm. I was like, where's those bowel sounds? Where's the flatus? Yeah. Like, come on, like, let's have a bowel movement and make my day. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, really. And he got to the, so he got to the point where he was able to go home. And he oh. lost a lot of weight. He I lost bet. a lot of weight. Um as a young he he was so thin but he made it and he got discharged and i kind of thought i'd never see him again uh, until what <laughs> no, no, no until one day i was going to another unit and he was walking by and he goes amanda <gasps> yeah and i was like oh my gosh and you know i 
said his name and I was like how are you and the first thing he goes he goes I've gained 35 pounds and I was like yeah because he was so thin and I was like but you you're not just eating crap right and he was like no and like it's silly but I was like how's your intestines no <laughs> like, yeah like give me an update um and he he said they were doing great and he had no further complications mm. and all this stuff and anyway so it was just like full circle like he's on my unit for a year I talked to him and then he was just accompanying somebody else in the hospital to go visit someone else that had been admitted and that's that's when I saw him okay he was coming from the elevators nice and- so he was just there for other reasons that's so cool yeah fingers crossed for no ad- adhesions in his future that oh and God. no more funny business mister stay out of trouble yeah. don't come in our er like yeah I don't know. I just hope patients like that don't get into whatever trouble caused them to have gunshot wounds in the first place. <sighs> that, like, those days are done. I wish that um, we could have some kind of program in the hospital related to Scared Straight. Have you ever seen that on those trashy talk shows where they bring these these juvenile delinquents, they bring them to a real prison and let the prisoners <laughs> shout at them? Like, I, I wish that we could bring people into the hospital. It's, you know, HIPAA violations all over the place. But, like, bring them in to see this gunshot victim. Like, this is what can this is what it looks like mm-hmm. on the other side. It's not, you know, take the, the glory out of it. And I'm talking like I have any clue what, what it's no, actually like. But, but it, you're right. It might be even more valuable than bringing them to a prison. Because a prison, no one looks that hurt. You know, like the pain and the agony that a gunshot wound victim has. I mean, this patient, he was either, like with all his wounds, the, the several wounds he had, he was either dead or he was miserable. Mm. And he, he got the miserable route where he was miserable for over a year and had multiple surgeries. And It was you know like I mean? his so, own special prison where he just could, yeah. he couldn't eat the foods he enjoyed, which... God, I, yeah, no, no yeah, thanks. you can't eat the foods that you enjoy. At least in prison, you get exercise time. You get, like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, but you get, vi- I mean, at least in the hospital, you get visits from your family whenever you want. But, I mean, he could have just, like, opened up his, like, he would just take off his blanket and you could Ugh. see the ostomy. You could see the tubes. You could see the J-tube. You could see, like, you could see the NG coming out of his nose. Like, mm-hmm. it just. Yeah. Ugh. You know what, though? Like, also. Unrelated to crime, I wish I could bring people with CKD, um, two or three or something, bring them to a dialysis center and be like, this is, you know, talk to these folks here. Mm -hmm. I want you to hear from them how their life has changed since since getting to this point and if they wish they had done anything different to prevent this. Not everybody can prevent it, I know. Right. But there's certain people that that could have done things differently and not ended up on dialysis. So I think that would be cool for them to... And sit with them for the full four hours of the treatment, Mm -hmm. and then when they're leaving, being like, "This is what you have to do three times a week. If you want to go on vacation, you have to find a center that will do this for you three times a week. If you like, Mm -hmm. dialysis is such a commitment. By the way, did you see the John Oliver video about the cost of dialysis and Medicare and the effects on the government? Mm. No, it's a great video. If you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. I played it for my staff the other day. It's wonderful. It's about how 2% of our um, national budget goes to dialysis patients. 2% that yes, is I think I'm so quoting much. that right. That is that is so many billions it's insane. of dollars. That that is truly insane. It's insane because one the treatment costs a lot, two transport three times a week. It's it's just insane. So I highly recommend look up John Oliver dialysis video. It'll come up right away. It's just a great video to watch. It's it's just great. Show it to dietetic interns mm-hmm. too. That great. I like to find little kitschy things to show interns when I can. Here, look at this peg placement. Here, spend some time with the respiratory therapist and watch John Oliver. Yep, he's got some good insight. He does. I always end that show with a new reason to be depressed about life, but. <laughs> But it, somebody has to inform us on this stuff. Yeah. But anyway, don't get shot in the stomach. And if you see it on the movies where they're like, oh, thank God, I just got shot in the stomach. Oh no. You're in for months of surgeries if you get shot in the stomach. Oh. It's not optimal. 
Like, I always think about that now. After that patient, I'm like, where is the best place to get shot? Like, yeah, in... turn around and get shot in the butt. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, below the waist, of course. Or, like, that flesh wound through the shoulder. That's where they always mm. survive in the, in the movies. If you see somebody in the movies get shot through, through the, you know, yes, through the shoulder there, you're like, oh, they're fine. But in real life, I'm sure physical therapists or occupational therapists would be like, no, if you ever get shot, do get shot in the stomach, not in. You know. We had dietitians and rest and physical therapists. We could have an interdisciplinary debate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should. I'd love to listen to that debate. I'd want like surgery residents and trauma residents and attendings to do that debate. I want to know. Actually, I'm going to text some of them after this and I'm going to say, where's the best place to get shot in your opinion they're gonna be like what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing on this saturday afternoon what do you mean i sit around thinking about gunshot wound locations um but anyway but yeah so that is my most memorable patient that's pretty incredible and if you guys have any any incredible patient stories you want to share please email them to us, dietitianhumor at gmail.com. We would love to yes. read about them and and share them yes. with everybody. Um, so and we're still looking that. for interesting oh. nutrition consults too. Don't forget about those. Oh, yeah. If you have any funny reasons why you got a nutrition <laughs> consult, please, please, please email us. Funny or just yeah. hilariously annoying, yes. that works Be- too. Before you respond to that consult, shoot us an email. <laughs> but anyway, oh. Okay. So, rhyme time me this. Okay. Is this our closing rhyme time? Yes. Closing rhyme time. <laughs> Can you hear my hands yes. running together? Yes, vigorously, I'm, yeah. I'm getting oh caught. Uh, this is one, actually I'm going to pull a couple of vintage ones out to see if you remember these. Okay. Or not. So, perspiring pasta. Sweaty spaghetti. Oh, you got that really fast. Yeah. Um, vasculated b-hole. What? Yeah. Yes. Veiny? Yes. Wait, sort of. Viney hiney? No. <laughs> Veiny hiney? You got, you got the first part of the first word right. It is vein, but there's a second syllable to that word. B-hole. Vein... Venus? Yes. Anus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Those are hard. Like, if I don't get them right away, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I have to get it, like, within three seconds, and then otherwise I'm lost. And Window I'm like, is it. closed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Done so. So, you got it, man. All, All right. right. All right. Well. Thank you for listening. Thanks a lot. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for writing reviews. If you still think we're entertaining, tell your friends. If you don't, just keep it to yourself. Just find another podcast and start listening to that one. Yeah, like My Favorite Murder, (laughs) that podcast is so freaking good. I can't. It gives me nightmares, but I can't stop listening to it. My Favorite Murder, they just talk about their favorite murders, clearly. And it's... Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next episode. And look at our Instagram for all those pictures of things we talked about. Yeah, do it. And email us, dietitianhumor at gmail.com. Dot com. Dot com. Okay, I'm going to hit stop. Okay. No.